The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Sunday Edition with Anthony Corona. Every week here on ACB Media One, that's American Council of the Blind, Media One, and soon after on all your major podcast catchers. Each week, we'll dive into the news, human interest, and discussions about the issues surrounding all of us in and out of the American Council of the Blind community. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Anthony Corona, and you are listening to Sunday Edition. Unfortunately, I've been having a couple of technical issues, so if there was a brief pause, I apologize for that. I am here, as always, with my executive producer, sort of co-host, friend, and all kinds of titles, Bryn. How you doing, Bryn? Good morning. I wish I had that Intel sound. Am I maybe not here? Oh, uh, yeah, I am here. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I wish I had one of those um, Intel sound effects with Homer at the end going, don't! <laughs> Poor Anthony has been having so many issues. <laughs> <laughs> I got some sound effects too. Oh, stop. All right. And uh, hosting for us is Sheila. Sheila, who is doing our connecting? I think it's Chanel and it Clubhouse. It is Chanel. Yes, sir. And we do have a couple people that would like to make an announcement, Anthony. So just FYI. All right. I missed what you said. Sorry about that. I said you have a couple people here that would like to make quick announcements. Yes. You have, you have Carla and you have Leslie. So let's take Carla up first. Okay. Thank you very much for letting me come and announce about the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind auction, which is coming up next weekend, next Saturday, May 13th, happening on Zoom from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. That's 6 to 9 Central and 4 to 7 Pacific, 1 to 4 Hawaiian. We have an incredible lineup of fantastic items that are just waiting for your bid. The proceeds benefit the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, as well as five other chapters of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Some of our fantastic items that we have are a 24 karat gold plated crystal studded carousel music box. We have a hand formed and hand painted uh, fine porcelain rose and butterfly music box. We have a uh, wooden accessible chess set from on a whim woodworks and it's a one of a kind so you aren't going to be able to find it anywhere else we have a sea crane emergency radio we have a fourth generation echo dot and we have a fifth generation echo dot with a battery charger uh, we have a nostalgia two quart ice cream maker with a candy crusher included and uh, we have a beautiful hand-knitted afghan that um, is from Debbie Green, and she participates in ACB Crafters. We have fine jewelry that's, um, it's a, a vintage, we have vintage jewelry, and we also have a set with um, dogs, little guide dogs on it, Labradors. 
and we have lots of bags and purses and wallets. We have um, uh, the items from Bath and Beauty Works uh, and um, Bath and Body Works. And we also have a, a several Mary Kay items. And of course, no auction is complete without food. And we have many, many food items. So if you love good home-baked items, cookies, brownies, et cetera, and, or if you would like a family pack of uh, vintage candy and um, also popcorn and so on, then the auction is the place for you. You have to register to participate in the auction and we will be publishing the uh, Zoom number for the auction on Friday, May 12th to everyone who registers. We'll be posting a complete list of auction items on the 11th on a lot of the lists. So please watch for that. And in order to register, we need your contact information and you can, uh, you can do that by giving us a call at 502-895-4598. That's 502-895-4598. And everyone is, of course, invited to participate in the auction. Thank you so much. And if you have any questions, you can also call us at 502-895-4598 and we'll do our best to try to um, answer those questions and give you all the information you need. Thank you much, Anthony. You're very welcome. So is my sound okay? Because I had to switch yeah. gears. Yeah, all right, fine. awesome. We, um, Leslie, I, what's your next one? Thank you. Uh -huh. uh, I'm gonna apologize to Artist Bazin with all these technical issues. I don't have the text of her announcement, but there is a membership focus, no, an Ivy call tomorrow. So please, tonight, please check the schedule for that. All right, Leslie, you're gonna talk to us about the Florida Council of the Blind auction. I am, thank you, Anthony. I have my other hat on, my other auction hat on. So thanks for having me. Um, Absolutely. The Florida Council of the Blind auction, is, is coming up. So it will be May 30th, which is a Tuesday night on Zoom um, and ACB Media. So stay tuned for that. The information will be coming out shortly after Carla's. So <laughs> um, lots of auctions here. You know, it's, it's fun time. It's, this is auction season, I, I feel like. So um, we have lots of wonderful items, also food items. Um, we have Sheila Young's beautiful handmade butterfly pillows, uh, which are just so cute. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, food. And we have, you know, uh, jewelry, which is um, from some of my friends that was handmade jewelry and um, also other jewelry and crafts and just lots of wonderful techie stuff. Uh, we do have a dot. We don't have the fifth. I got to get with Carla. I'm, I feel I'm going to find out how she got that one. So we do have a fourth though. We have the, and then we have a speaker. Um, which is a new item for us. So we have a few technology items. So stay tuned for our auction, LaForda Council of Blind Auction. It is May 30th, which is a Tuesday night um, from seven, seven o'clock till we've till we sell our items, uh, probably till 10. And then Dan Spoon will be the auctioneer and Peggy and Bob Carpenter will be the describers. If you'd like to um, get information and um, register, you can call 407-678. 4163. Again, 407-678-4163. And happy bidding to everybody. Enjoy. Thanks, Anthony. You're welcome. Are you gearing up a 70s song for 70s karaoke that week? 
Me? I don't sing. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's going to be in celebration of 70 years of the Florida Council of the Blind, and it is coming up shortly. I know I'm excited. What about you, Sheila? All right, she's probably multitasking. Bryn, were you able to pull up the guide dog um, user's announcement? Anthony, real quick. Um, you don't want me to answer that question. <laughs> you're you're more frazzled than excited right I'm now. I'm huh? starting to stress, but I am excited. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony. To Bring. answer your question, yes, I was able to get the uh, I was able to get the announcement. So. Um, I was hoping to have AI, uh, you know, the 11 labs thing, read it for us in your voice, but, um, I guess my subscription has lapsed and so I don't have the premium version of it anymore. So I guess you'll have to deal with my voice instead. So I'll do my best. Um, so here's what the announcement says. Stranded at the curb by a rideshare driver. Now what? You request a rideshare and have just realized that your driver has canceled most likely due to the presence of your guide dog. Many of us who use rideshare and travel with our guides have experienced this many times over and over in many different ways. The driver cancels before arriving, the driver arrives on location and very quickly pulls away. Through a conversation with the driver, a cancellation happens. Whatever form the cancellation takes, we are then left without a ride. What next? Join the GDUI community call scheduled for May 8th, 2023 at 8 p.m. Eastern, and we will discuss how important it is to file a complaint with the rideshare company and the Department of Justice, the DOJ. If you have been denied a ride or several rides, the GDUI panelists will take us step-by-step in navigating the process of reporting driver cancellations to the rideshare companies, how to file a report with the Department of Justice, and the importance of filing complaints each time a denial occurs. We have a special guest, Lisa Irving, who embarked on almost three a three-year journey to justice that culminated in what is thought to be the largest arbitration award against Uber for violating the Americans with Disabilities Act and California's version of the ADA, the UNRWA Act. The Zoom information and ACB media stream number will be posted on uh, in the Monday May 8th ACB community events email list. In order to receive the information, you need to be subscribed to the ACB community events email list. To join, please send an email to acb-community-events, the plus symbol, subscribe at acblists.org. Again, that's acb-community-events plus subscribe at acblists.org. And if you don't have access to email, call ACB toll-free at 1-800-424-8666 to listen to the information that you'll need to connect by phone to the call. We hope you can join this event on Monday, May 8th, 2023, hosted by members of the GDUI Ad Hoc Community Call Planning Committee, Liz Butner, hey, I know her, 
Becky Davidson. <laughs> hey, I know her too. Lolly Lewiski. Hey, I know her too. And Sarah Calhoun. I know her too. Well, dang it. This ACB community is full of people I know. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Just a moment too soon. Thank you, Brand. Um, the folks, it is convention season. So the folks in resolutions would like me to remind you that every Tuesday and Thursday at 7.30 p.m. will be the resolutions discussion call. You can find more information for that also in your Tuesday and Thursday daily community email like Bryn just read out for us. Um, and I'm going to take a personal point of privilege. Uh, you might have seen it on the list. We're starting this sun Ooh, the Sunday edition. Book Club. Um, and the first book that we will be discussing is probably my favorite book of all time. I still probably read it about once a year. It's called A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Langle. The DB information, if you'd like to get it on Bard, is in the announcement. Um, and we'll be doing that on Memorial Day at noon. Um, probably that won't be the, the time for the monthly call going forward. But I figured let's throw something awesome to do on Memorial Day and chatting about A Wrinkle in Time and all the wonderful messages that the book has for us is a good place to start. All right, I am very, very honored and happy to welcome back to Sunday edition, our convention mistress extraordinaire, Janet. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. Um, we have another little guest who is going to just give us a couple of basics about some of the Spanish content that we can expect at convention. Oh, and since he's a I very know who busy that other guest member, is, I'm... I bet. Yeah. Well, and since he's go, a very busy ahead. board you member, know, I'm going to let him go first. You go know ahead, me. busy board member. You know me. I'll take any opportunity to interrupt, Dan. I know. I'm, I'm going to go back <laughs> and mute, though, so I can't respond to your... <laughs> Whatever, well, no. you do, whatever you do to me, I can't call it her. I don't want people to think that he's harassing me. It's not harassment. <laughs> Everybody who's hearing this, just relax. I'm. <laughs> She's safe. But he is a thorn in my side. Let's just say that. How about that? Oh, Lord, if he's a thorn, does that make <laughs> me a spear? Oh, you, my dear, we don't even want to go there. <laughs> Anthony yeah. is BPI's convention chair, so I deal with Anthony quite regularly. <laughs> I love how you said it quite regularly. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving right. me bad impressions of me. us. <laughs> well, it's all true. You talk about Spanish and then, which is really cool. Sure. I'm very excited we're doing this. We all, uh, after we got the know-how and we tackled everything um, beautifully during our le leadership and legislative seminars uh, and precedence meetings, uh, we... We, we just have the momentum and we're, we want to keep it going. So this is going to be convention um, in Spanish. So please spread the word. Uh, we're very excited. It's the first time that ACB is going to have uh, presence in Spanish for people who wonder what ACB conventions are all about and who are Spanish speakers. So uh, we will have part of, this, of the gang who interpreted, plus a couple more folks who have forward to us after listening to leaders and precedence meeting and legislative in Spanish, um, letting us know that they are also blind and visually impaired um, and who are either retired or are uh, actively working at some, some, at some time we would 
love to have the entire convention um, interpreted, but um, sessions, uh, all of them except the um, the Sunday morning, which is going to be a breakout session, and uh, we are going to have the uh, pro the first week, the virtual week of convention. We're going to have all our official events, the reading of the standing rules the discussion over resolutions and uh, over voting that's going to be translated um, the opening session i'm sorry interpreted the opening session on saturday evening is going to be interpreted all the general sessions as i mentioned and finishing up with the banquet so um, it's going to be available via zoom uh, on the hybrid portions of it and also there's going to be a dedicated channel in spanish on the smart or like I call them lately, not so smart devices. So that's my update. That's pretty awesome. Before you go, do you want to shout out the folks that helped um, out during legislative and leadership? Because there's some Absolutely. of the community names Always. that we know well. Yes, Lucy Arguijo, <laughs> who not only has a beautiful interpreting voice, but just a gorgeous singing voice. And I'm proud to say she's from my home country, Honduras. Uh, so we are what we say in Spanish, compatriotas. Um, Joanny Orozco and um, Daniel Alejandro Bertrán, um, they are part of the team. And actually, I'm happy to say that the three of them have become uh, very active members of the Hispanic subcommittee. So kudos to them. So those are names and voices that we will be hearing in July and uh, as well as a couple more um got, i got a good connection through penny reader of someone who's an interpreter and some other people in the community have introduced me to like i mentioned other blind and visually impaired uh, professional interpreters so we're very excited all right well thank you for coming and joining thank us you. to tell us all about that okay all right i guess uh, i guess i have to let this lady talk a little bit welcome back jenny <laughs> you, you asked me <laughs> if it were up to I, me i'd I have you on here every day <laughs> every uh, yeah Sunday. right i love talking about conventions so this is a great this is a great honor for me to uh have some time to just talk a little bit about so what i'm gonna do unless how do you want to do this anthony you want me just to talk you want to ask questions you want to open I can... it up to questions we are definitely going to open it up to questions. Yep. I figure I can jump in wherever. Um, All right, then you, you just want me to chit yeah, chat for spiel. a bit? All right. Yeah. All right, I'll give you my spiel. We're having a convention. Yay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so a couple of things. First of all, all right, I'll get serious here. I Registration have a question. For, oh, what? <laughs> just kidding. Oh. Love you. Could, can <laughs> you please? Um, Sheila, Sheila, you're the host, right? Can you please... <laughs> No, just expel him from the meeting, please. <laughs> I'll expel myself and listen on the A lady. Love you. Love you too. All right. All right. So our convention is starting in June, as we've been talking about. First of all, registration for the convention. Let's talk about that for a minute. Registration for ACB members opens on May 18th. And for non-ACB members, it opens on May 25th. 
The reason you want to register for the convention, there's many reasons, although some of the events are going to be on ACB media, you want to register for the convention in order to receive the Zoom links for all of the sessions that are part of the three-day Zoom sessions prior to convention and all of the hybrid sessions during the convention. The other advantage to registering is even if you're going to be virtual on the registration form, you can request the program be sent to you in large print or braille. And if you request, if you're coming to Schaumburg, you'll receive the program when you arrive. But if you're virtually, it will be UPS to your home. For that reason, if you are a virtual registrant and you want the program in either Braille or large print, we'd like you to register before May 31st so we can get that program request in so that it can be sent to your home in a timely manner. Uh, registration is $35. That includes all the Zoom sessions. That includes the opportunity for door prizes. And then that allows you to attend any convention session that you would like and to sign up for in-person attendees only. If you're virtual, you don't need to sign up for anything other than registering for the convention. And if you choose to be a sponsor, um, you can do that. But in-person registration will be able to purchase any of our convention tours and sign up for any functions that have a cost such as our luncheons and our breakfasts and some and our mixers. So I am asking if you need us if you prior to registering, everyone who registers needs to have a member number account with ACB. If you do not have a member account or you do not know your member account, information. We want to get that taken care of for you before registration opens. So if you have a member account, go into, you can go into members at acb.org. The link is on every email that I send out and make sure that your user information works. So just go in, log in, put in your username and your password. If you don't remember your login information, you can do a password reset. If you can't do yeah. that yourself, call me or call the Minneapolis office and we will take care of getting you your login information. Same thing if you don't have a member number, you want to make sure you get signed up for a member number prior to registration opening because when you set up a member account, it takes a couple days for that account to be activated. So you don't want to miss out on registering on May 18th, especially if you're going to purchase any tours. And you can register online at acbconvention.org. There is a link to registration. Or if you need assistance, you can call me and I'll give out my telephone number. I'll give it out now, but I'll be giving it out several times during our conversation. And it is all over the website and on every email that I send out, but my phone number is 651-428-5059. And I will set up your telephone registration for you. I do ask that people who are registering virtually wait a couple of days if they want telephone assistance. And the reason for that is I want to be able to get 
those who are coming in person registered so that they can get the tours that they wish um, rather than and have rather than having them wait while I'm we're registering virtual attendees and people are registering online for the tour. So I don't want to disadvantage in-person registrants who are trying to register over the phone. So if you're registering virtually, just give it a couple of days so we can get people signed up for the tours if they're registering in person. On the registration form, you can become a sponsor of ACB at any level from $500 down to $25. And we love any sponsors at any level that they choose to be. Um, We will, all the sponsors will be listed in the convention newspaper. We will read a list of the individual sponsors on Monday, July 3rd at general session and anybody who registers while you're in Schaumburg we will get you Thursday morning at general session you will be announced you can also um, help support any of the special interest affiliates on the convention registration and a lot of special interest affiliates say if you give us support for our convention um, you will be entered into a drawing and be eligible for door prizes As I said, any registration for ACB registration, you will also be eligible for our convention door prizes that we give out. And on the registration form, you can also purchase an ACB Braille form raffle ticket. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a $50 cost. And you might say $50, that's kind of expensive for a raffle ticket, but it does support the ACB Braille form. And the prizes are third prize, 500, second prize, 1,000, and first prize, $5,000. So I'm still waiting for my name to be drawn for that one, but hasn't happened yet. Even though I buy a ticket every year and we will do the drawing for the Braille form during the banquet. Um, Anthony, do you have any registration questions or do we have anyone in the room who has a question about registering for the convention? Anthony went home. No, I'm here. Sheila's uh, Sheila's manning the hands. No, I know. I just asked if you had any anything you wanted me to clarify. And you know, if we have you, any questions. You registered me my. F- <laughs> I did. I registered Anthony. You for registered his first me convention. my first year. Mm-hmm. I it did. Was, That's how I got yeah, to know Anthony. It was... <laughs> and it was hey, an Jan- easy process. So for. Yep. Hey, Janet, real quick. I raised my hand, but I don't know. So real quickly. Also, um, the auction is on the registration, but you don't need a bidder number. So you might want to just briefly, because people will ask you. So for June 17th, you can just touch over that real quickly. What would you, okay. Yeah, um, I was going to get to the dates that things are happening during register during the convention. Yes, and the auction is But on, that is on registration. That's what I was asking. Um, it's listed in the sessions that are happening. Yes, we're not, in years past, we did have a, block that you would check ask saying you wanted a bidder number since that's not appropriate anymore we've taken the bidder number request off the auction off the registration but yes in the list of events we do have the auction listed on um, June 17th and anyone who registers for the convention is automatically able to bid during the auction and if I can jump sure been for a moment about supporting affiliates during registration. You know, as a 
an affiliate convention planning a chairperson, um, we could really use that support. Um, BPI will definitely be giving out a few prizes this year um, and a lot of fun. We are planning a lot of fun, I should say. But um, if you love your affiliate and, and um, you know, you're not MMS or, you, you know, you want to give a one time, this is this is another great way to support. Your it affiliate. is. And in the, um, in the you know, past, we called it affiliate registration, and that kind of got people confused because they thought they were joining an affiliate. So we've changed the wording. I believe we're calling it affiliate support. Rather than registration, you because also, we didn't want people to think that they were actually joining to get confused. Yeah. Or had to do this. So you also mentioned tours. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're having you, quite you a also few mentioned tours. You? Um, will you be having waiting lists for the tours that sell out quickly again? We will. And this year. We will have awesome. waiting lists. So what will happen? And I was going to talk about tours a bit, and I will talk about all the tours that we're having, but let's talk about that. If a tour is sold out, it will say on registration as quickly as we can get it up there. Now, there's a possibility that a tour may sell out really quickly. And before we can even notice that it has sold out, it will have sold out. Then we will put the verbiage on that the tour has sold out. That doesn't mean you can't still um, put it in your registration and pay for it. Uh, the only way to, and you will be put on a waiting list. And that's the only way to get on a waiting list. Even if a tour is sold out, you have to select it and pay for it. Otherwise, you won't be considered for the tour, obviously. So what will happen then at the convention when the the tour at the tour time at the bus loading time if you're on if when you pick up your packet let me digress a minute when you pick up your packet from registration it will have tickets in for the various tours that are going if you are on a wait list you will not have a ticket for that tour but you will be on the list that the tour lead person Rhonda or whoever is leading that tour has what they will do is they will get everyone loaded on the bus from that list of people who have tickets. If someone who has a ticket does not show up, then they will go to the people on the waiting list. So if you are number one on the waiting list, they'll say, okay, Anthony, if you're here, you can get on the bus and they'll check you off as someone who got on the bus from the waiting list. If you wait for the tour to leave and you are not selected to go because your number was too far down on the wait list, then you will get a refund for the Okay. So where do you want to take us next, Jen? But you need to really be out there to get on the tour. If you're not out there, let's say you're on the waiting list and you're number two, but you're not out there. Well, we get to number three, we get to number four. You lost that opportunity. We did not get to you. So then you're not going to get the refund because you could have gone. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Um, so folks, if you so know you're if on you the waiting are list, on a wait you list, need to be there. You still need to go out and see what happens because you you have a chance of getting on. And I've seen it happen where even though you're fairly down the wait list, you may still get on the tour. All right. You said you had a hand, Sheila? We do. Jamaica. Jamaica. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. My question is about the banquet. Um, are, are is that going to be a, a thing for us that are virtual? Can we 
can we the banquet will be hybrid so yes you can listen to it via zoom or on acb media okay thank you that's all you i need you are to very know. welcome all right. I think that's a, some pretty good information as far as the tours right. are concerned. Where do you want to take us next? We're going to talk about how the convention looks, basically. The um, structure. So, structure. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm losing my words today for some reason. <laughs> All right. On Wednesday, June 14th, we are starting out with the candidates forum. So that is your opportunity to hear via Zoom from all of the, anyone who is running for any of our officers. And this year, our five officers are up for nomination. So we will have um, elections for president, first and second vice president, treasurer, and secretary. And four out of the five officers can run again. Uh, the treasurer has termed out, so he cannot run for treasurer again. So we know that there will be, mm. we'll see what happens for treasurer. Um, so what's on, then we'll go to Leslie's auction starting on Saturday, June 17th at 6 p.m. Central Time, because every time that we're talking about for the convention, because this convention is in Illinois this year, all of our times listed are Central Time. So if the auction starts at 6 p.m. Central Time, that is 7 Eastern, sorry, 4 Pacific, and for Hawaii, I believe that's noon, but I could be wrong about that sorry but we will start with the auction and we will have two days prior to the auction where leslie will send out her information as to what's up for bid and you can bid on those items via email or over the phone so that is our acb summer auction on monday june 19th we will start with the call to order for the convention and you might wonder well, why are we opening the convention on june 19th opening day of the convention is Saturday, July 1st. That's opening general session. And that is correct. However, a lot of affiliates are holding their business meetings and they are holding them via Zoom. So we need to open the convention for that reason. We are also going to have some discussion and um, voting on resolutions prior to the in-person portion of the convention. So that is why we are starting on June 19th, that evening. Uh, after the called opening, we will have the nominating committee. Anyone who is a delegate for nominating committee will need to be on that call, which will begin at 8 p.m. Central Time. The room for that will open at 7.30 p.m. after from call to order. Then we are going to start Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday evenings, we are going to have discussions on resolutions. I'm sure you'll have someone talking about resolutions here on Sunday edition, so I'm not going to go into them a lot, but we will have discussions and they will call for if people wish to have this, um, if there is a question uh, to pass or not pass for the resolution, if there is not a consensus about passing that resolution, it will then be voted on during our resolution and constitutional bylaws time during general session for, for voting. Um, also, on Wednesday, we are going to have what we're calling our exhibit hall open house. 
and that will be all of our exhibitors are going to come and talk to you or many of them are we'll send out a schedule it'll be a three-hour zoom only event and we'll send out a schedule as to which exhibitors are going to be presenting which hour of the three hours. And you can go in, listen to all your favorite exhibitors. If time allows, ask a question or two and um, learn what's going to be at the exhibit hall booths. Um, as long as I'm talking about that, I'm going to just switch for a second over to exhibits. We are also offering the exhibitors, they said they wanted to, if they were doing Zoom rooms, they wanted to do it prior to the convention. So we are going to offer them Zoom room availability um, that 22nd and 23rd. Uh, the afternoons, and we will set, send out their Zoom information and post it if of if um, exhibitors choose to avail themselves of that. As for the exhibit hall, we're doing something a little different this year with that also based on a suggestion by the exhibitors. The in-person exhibit hall will open on Saturday, July 1st and be open from 1 to 5 p.m. Then on Sunday, it will be open from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. So we'll have evening exhibit hall hours. And then Monday and Tuesday, it'll be open from 11 to 5. And Wednesday, it will be open from 9 to 1. And then the exhibit hall will close. So that's kind of what we're doing with our exhibits this year. So back to Zoom only days. Thursday, June 22nd through Saturday, June 24th, starting at 10 a.m. Central Time. We have four to five concurrent sessions that will be going on throughout the day, all three of those days. We will have affiliate board meetings, as I said, but we also have a lot of sessions that our committees and our special interest affiliates are putting on via Zoom for those during those three days. And all of these sessions are available for browsing. You can go in and you can look and see what's coming up. Um, and they're all listed in order of date and time. So please go in. I'm not gonna try to mention any of these cause I'll miss half of them and I don't want any of the affiliates or committees to get mad at me. <laughs> now we are, but I will say that Friday night, June 23rd, we will have our discussion of constitution and bylaws. Um, same thing as the resolutions, uh, but it will be one night. And then Saturday evening, uh, Friends and Art Showcase is having a virtual showcase and an after hours conversation with the performers on the showcase. So that is our Zoom portion of the convention. Do we have any questions on what I've talked about thus far, Sheila? You do have a hand, All Jane. Right. Hi, uh, Jane. Yes. Hi. And I have a couple of questions. All First right. of all, Janet, um, if you sign up for a tour and you're on the waiting list, is there ever, has it ever happened that so many people wanted a, a go at a particular tour that you have scheduled a second trip. That's Generally, really that does not happen because okay. of bus contracts and availability yes. at the venue. Okay. 
Um, Anthony, there is a new book out that gives the history of Madeline Longlow's book. Yes. Um, you saw it. Okay. I'm yes. Like, Thank awesome. you so much. You got it. Um, that's all my questions at the moment. Okay. Cool. Oh, whoever did the reading of all of that earlier did a beautiful job. So now I'm reading of I'm done. That, earlier. That was Brynn, the uh, announcement. Oh, the announcement. Thank you. And I, I forgot the name of Oh, yes, it was. All right. I'm going to be quiet. That was a long time ago, Jane. I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> well, I couldn't remember what I was talking about either. Except I knew I that was it. a whole, what, 20 minutes ago, 30 yes, minutes ago. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Not to forget Bryn. I think it might be a good time before we get into the heart of the convention in person slash hybrid slash. Um, can you explain the sessions briefly about the difference between the hybrid, the in-person only, and the Zoom only sessions that are going to be happening during that? All right. I will be happy to do that. So as Anthony said, last year, what we did in Omaha is we had up to four concurrent hybrid sessions. And that meant that the session was available in person and also via Zoom and also on ACB Media. That was wonderful. However, because of all the AV requirements to get these set up, that was also extremely, extremely expensive, not only with the hotel, but with having people coordinate and staff and make sure that these sessions were all set up as they as far with the A and the Zoom. And we determined that it was just feasible to do. So this year during the in-person part of the convention, two concurrent hybrid sessions. It's telling me my unstable guys hearing me. You are unstable, Janet. Yeah, it's uh, well, going in and out a little that. bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't can wait. Uh, we we could pause. Off, I'll just have to do, come in. Did you want to jump out and jump in on your phone? Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. Don't don't tell anybody. I'm going to. Landline, because that's the only other way I can. Quite all, right. all right. In the meantime, Peter, unmute yourself. Yeah. Why don't you give us a Peter little bit talk. of a little bit of details on the Friends in Art Showcase, and maybe who is also co-sponsoring it? <laughs> uh oh, Peter might be multitasking. All right, if you've got a question, sure. there we go. Hey, Peter. All right, can you hear me? Yes. Thank you for jumping ah, in before you we were go. scheduled. Okay. <laughs> no, no problem. Um, so, um, I need to thank. Imagine this, Bly Pride for co-sponsoring the showcase um, uh, in a number of ways. They are going to help us by allowing us to use their suite to organize stuff, and they're helping us with the uh, recruiting of talent. And um, I also need to uh, uh, give props to NextGen, and the students are also working with us to recruit talent. So I'm grateful to all those folks uh, to help us uh, make the showcases, plural, uh, terrific. So um, Janet mentioned the virtual showcase, which is going to be um, uh, sort of, uh, it's going to be virtual, like it has the past three years, but it won't be nearly as fancily produced. Uh, Derek Lane, uh, we were talking about this on the phone, and he said it's sort of like the NPR production, very low key, 
but the talent will be great. I mean, that 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 virtual showcase is open to anybody um, who cannot attend the convention for whatever reason. There are lots of reasons why people can't attend conventions. So we wanted to give them a chance to, to show their stuff on the on the virtual showcase. Uh, so um, basically, we if you if you want to appear on the virtual showcase, we need you to send uh, material to showcase at friendsinart.org. That's showcase at friendsinart.org uh, as soon as possible, but no later than May 20th. Um, and we, uh, uh, it, it is an audition process. Um, we like really good stuff. We like original stuff, especially, but not necessarily. There's a lot of good stuff, people who do, uh, you know, uh, uh, other, you know, non-original stuff, which is great. Um, but we do ask that the, that the quality of the, of the recording be really good. The past couple of years, we sort of helped people uh, boost the quality. We, we, we will not do that this year. So please be, make your, do your best shot at making the quality, um, you know, really stellar um, for the virtual showcase. So again, the deadline is May 20th. The address is showcase at friendsinart.org. Um, and uh, I'll be sending out another flyer about this to the various lists. So that's the virtual showcase. Okay. Um, before I talk about the in-person showcase, um, any questions about what I've just said about the virtual showcase? Well, I'll jump in. Folks can send in dramatic readings, comedy, slam poetry. It doesn't have to just be music or playing a musical instrument, right? Yeah, thank you, Anthony. Yeah, we, we love we love uh, writing stuff, original writing. And the past few years, we've gotten more and more of that kind of, of stuff, and it's all terrific. So yeah, if you're a writer and want to read something uh, on the show, please send us a recording and we will. Uh, and just so you know, I'm back, but I can let P Peter can go ahead and do his thing first if he'd rather whatever you want to do. Yeah, let's finish with the showcase and then we'll okay. jump back to Peter yep. for employment in the second hour. Go ahead, okay. Peter. Okay. That's fine. So um, uh, so that's the virtual showcase. And thank you, Anthony. Yeah, we, we really do like uh, uh, poetry and, and but we do ask that each uh, performance lasts no more than five minutes. So uh, think about that pretty carefully when you send us stuff. If it's too long, we will not include it. it um, we, we've learned over the years that anything over five minutes, it just shows down the pacing of the show. Uh, and so and the other thing I would say about uh, the virtual show is- In all fairness, Peter, there have been performances that while they've came in over five minutes, Jason and I have cut them in very yeah. transparent ways, but they have been. Cut, that is so. that is true, but but this year we're not going to do that, right, Derek? You know, if if, if it's if ideally it's, no. The yeah. the fact is, as you she pointed out, the difference between the virtual and the live showcase is going to be apparent. We're not um, the the process of of making a virtual audience was fun, but it's passed because we have a real one. Yeah, yeah. So that's Derek Lane, who's talking. Uh, uh, he's on our board and is, is sort of in charge of the production of both the virtual and the uh, in-person show. Um, the other thing I should say about the virtual show is that it will be broadcast live on ACV Media, one of, the, one of the streams. I don't know which one, but it will be broadcast. Family friendly. Family friendly is that that's um, that's really important. Please do not send us stuff that's not family friendly. Uh, we will not accept it. Um, so um, that's the virtual show. Now let's talk a little bit about the in-person showcase. And 
to be very blunt, I don't quite know what to expect about the virtual showcase. Uh, we Obviously, people who are there are welcome to perform. We would love it if you would uh, send us that uh, what you would like to perform uh, to uh, showcase at friendsandart.org. So we have a general sense of who's going to be there and what they might perform. It'll make us much make it much easier for us to plan because we don't quite know what to expect when we arrive on the scene. And so Derek and Jason and uh, uh, Jason Castingway and uh, Nancy Pendergraf, who's our vice president, and Mike Byington, who is our treasurer, who have lots of experience producing these things, are going to work on the seat of their pants, basically. It's going to be an interesting experience. Um, but we really do want people to, if you're going to be at the convention, we really do want you to perform um, live. Um, Derek, you want to talk a little about what might be available as far as accompanists and stuff? We don't know anything for certain, but what are you looking at right now? Well, what I've done is talk to a couple of people at ACB who are very accomplished keyboard players, um, Jason and Nancy among them. And they've been willing to contribute their talents to form a house band, even if it's something like two or three keyboards and maybe a drum kit or something like that. Um, you know, that's enough with with sounds being as good as they are to give us a pretty cool house band. Um, the fact is, I'm I would love to see a reasonable facsimile of some of the showcases of old come back. The um, house band, I think it historically was known as what, grade four braille and the funky fonts or That's something it. like that. That's exactly what it was. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were a killer uh, team. Now, you know, it has been debated if we should take this risk because we're kind of going from, you know, all virtual to full in um, live in terms of that part of the, showcase and and there is a bit of risk that we are taking but we do believe in the talent that is going to be at acb we know that um there's enough to put on a good show and there's enough people willing to help and who've extended um resources that they both own and have have put me in touch with people they know to where whatever resources technically that we need we can get for a reasonable price um so what we think what we anticipate bringing is a good time so let me jump in here for a minute derek um you know i've already sent in a recording of what i want to do um so it's a broadway style number what would the performers need to um have for you do you know do you need some sort of sheet music um you know what do they need to to have ready to be able to perform what i would suggest without putting words in their mouth is anything you can provide ed if you have a recording that's wonderful if you have a score and the recording that's awesome um you know, if you have just the score, if you, you know, whatever you have, if you even so much as know, I'm, you know, playing this and this as arranged by whoever, you know, at least that gives our musicians time to go over it. Um, now, we do understand that sometimes things happen at convention, and I've seen historically people fly by the seat of their pants, and if if it's your your you know song this you know i'll just kind of 
jump into music for a minute, kind of like your one, four, five, one, maybe a seventh or something like that. You know, your kind of standard 12 bar or something like that. You know, we can wing it. But if you know, let us know. This yeah, is so basically that, that's what the a, showcase at friendsandart.org is for. So if you know what you want to do, you know, send us that information so we can pass it on to the house band members and they can prepare because it's not going to be a lot of time to prepare at the convention. It's going to be absolute chaos. I know this because I've done this for many years. And the more we, we can have ahead of time, the more the more likely you'll, you'll get a good a company accompaniment. Yeah, and realistically speaking, going into this, everyone should be aware enough to know they're not going to get a full orchestration like a Guns N' Roses November Rain or, you know, Moody Blues Live at Rock Red Rocks. You know, it's a house accompany band. So try to post select music that will be able to appropriate be appropriate to the yeah yeah thanks and, and my brain feels like swiss cheese today too. it's cool it's cool <laughs> um, I, should, I should say that nancy pendergraph is a fabulous accompanist who can play any, most styles uh and and the same applies to um uh who am i forgetting uh jason jason <laughs> jason is amazing um and uh, you know I, I i i'm sure the house band folks who are coming can do similar kinds of things so but again, the more you can tell us ahead of time, the, the happier we will all be. Um, and um, so uh, it's complicated and, and I think it'll be great, but it's going to require a lot of flexibility on everybody's part. And the bad, the good news or the bad news, depending how you look at it, is I will not be at the, at the uh, in-person convention. <laughs> so it's going to be, uh, you know, folks who have lots of experience uh, of doing this. And I think, I think it'll be great if, if everybody cooperates. Now and I'll I have oh go ahead, Derek. Um, just just so we just so everybody else knows uh, listening, when this event goes live, because um, a, a hybrid room is not available, it will not be streamed live. But what you will hear as soon as we can get a mix turned around is a stream of the live showcase on ACB Media. Right. Okay, so, cool. and, and, and in fact, um, um, the decision not to have a Zoom uh, virtual room for the showcase was deliberately made so people would come to the event. And I should say for the audience, you know, we, we would like you to come. We'd like to participate. There's going to be a, a cash bar. Um, it should be a lot of fun. And then shortly after the um, showcase is done, uh, um, Derek will mix it or somebody will mix it and it will, it will be eventually broadcast in ASP media, but I don't, precise, I don't know when precisely. So if you want to, if you want to hear the showcase live, the in-person showcase, show up in person uh, because, and it, it's more fun in person anyway. So that's my speech on that. Topic. It really is. Come on. You know, you want to join in the drunken version of sweet home Chicago. You know, you absolutely, want to. Absolutely. <laughs> or, 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 or where's the convention? What, what city is it in Illinois? Schomburg, close enough. Yeah, so, you so home welcome, Schomburg. Yeah, welcome home, yeah, Schomburg. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, Anthony, do you want a uh, hand? Um, you know what, Derek, are you staying um for the second hour? He's not. Uh, I'm not. No. no. All right, not. I'll we'll take two um two showcase specific questions. Please put your hand down if it's not a showcase specific question. Okay, Deborah, go ahead. It would be very lovely to know the dates of both events ah that's a good question so the in the virtual showcase is saturday june 24th uh i believe it's at 8 p.m central time and again the deadline for submissions for that showcase 
to showcase at friendsinart.org is May 20th. Does that help, Deb? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's the that's that's, the, that's one date. Right. So uh, so the the in person show is Monday, July third, at uh, again eight p.m. Mm. Central. Central. Yeah. Central. Um, eight to eleven. Actually. The virtual we have at seven thirty. Actually. Oh, thank you, Janet. Seven thirty. Okay. Fair enough. July third. Okay. And no, some, the virtual is June twenty fourth. Just sorry, Janet, to confirm, the virtual is June 24th at 7.30. The okay. in-person is July 3rd, 3rd at, eight. at 8. At 8. Okay, thank you. And also, I'm wondering, um, because someone else will inevitably wonder, is it okay for people to submit to both, or would you prefer that they choose one or the other? We would prefer that the... Um, the virtual showcase be open to only those who cannot attend the convention. Makes sense. Okay. Thank uh, you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for the questions. All right. So I'm going to throw in to throw out there two things. Um, we have a lot of fabulous uh, acoustic guitar players in the community. If you are going to be live and feel like donating some of your talent, please uh, reach out to uh, friends in art. Or you can reach out to myself as well, because once the showcase concludes, we're combining it with um, BPI's very famed open mic. Um, and so it'll be, the party will continue once the showcase is concluded and uh, the bar will continue. And uh, you'll have me and uh, Jason and Leah, all BPI members taking turns at the mic for the hosting and, um, you know, making the room laugh. <laughs> All right, and, Peter. And, and, and I and I do understand that this that a student the student group is bringing a comedian on board uh, to I do have a, heard that rumor too. Yeah. Which will, which will be terrific. And the other thing I do want to say uh, as far as the in-person folks, if you want to accompany yourself, that's perfectly fine. You don't, you know, if you if you have a guitar and want to play uh, or you sit at a piano and play and accompany yourself, that's perfectly fine. You know, but and if you want to, uh, you know, somebody else to accompany you, that's great too. Especially if you let us know ahead of time. So that's basically um, the, the, the round. Yeah, because we're basically going to have two days in the suite to coordinate everything for the showcase itself. So as much Pretty information much. as you can give um, these fine folks, um, or if you're planning on performing as part of the open mic night part, you know, letting BPI know as much information as you can give us is is gonna, really going to be helpful. And by the way, just in case you missed it, the rehearsing will be taking place in the BPI suite. So thanks to them, we have that space to, to do some rehearsing in. So you're not going to perform cold and hope for the best. You'll be able to have the opportunity to run over your music with the band. Yeah. Or maybe even audition for the band if, you know, you were so brave. And you probably are. <laughs> because... There's a lot of awesome talent out there, as was said before. All yeah. right. I am going to say. Any other questions before I head out? Logistic, technical, or otherwise? Sheila, any more hands? I not have any hands, no. All right. Well, then, Derek, okay. thank you so much. I know you and I will be speaking uh, at some point in the very near future. Yeah. And, Peter, please. Like, uh, like this evening. <laughs> yeah, like this evening. <laughs> Um, please, um, I don't want to use stand back and stand by. Um, please uh, judiciously wait while we get back with Janet. By all means. <laughs>
All right. I am here. I am so sorry about that. I don't know. You know, it's what happens when you it's the gremlins, have internet. It's, it's the, gremlins. the gremlins. Yep, it is. It is. Anyway, we were talking about the three different types of sessions, if I recall. Yes. So what we are having the June 22nd, 23rd, and 24th are Zoom only. And that means just that, Zoom only. Um, some of them will be on ACB Media, uh, but for all intents and purposes, we're calling these Zoom sessions. In Once we get to Schaumburg, there are three different types of sessions. There are the in-person only sessions, which are some luncheons, breakfasts, mixers, and then also there are quite a few sessions that are going to be in-person only, which means that they will not have a Zoom component. However, they will be recorded and will be available for podcasts after the conclusion of the convention. Because we Wait, can you say can't. that one more time? <laughs> they will be recorded, folks, because I've been getting a lot of emails about that too. They will yes. be recorded and part yeah. of the convention yes. package later. Yes. Mixers obviously are not going to be recorded, but if there is a Zoom programming session, I mean an in-person programming session, my understanding is we will be able to record those and they will be podcast after the fact. Awesome. All then right, so we that's have in our hybrid sessions and mm. our hybrid sessions are available for people who are in Schaumburg to attend in person, for those of you in the Zoom audience to attend via Zoom, and will be streamed on ACB Media. Then we also, during the convention, we have some groups that are doing Zoom-only sessions. So those you can listen to from your home. If you're in Schaumburg, you can get together with your friends and listen at the ACB Cafe or the restaurant or go sit in your hotel room and take a little break and attend a session via Zoom. So those are the three types of sessions that we are offering. Does that make sense? And the Zoom-only sessions will also be included in the convention yes, material. Yes, podcast. The podcast. Yes, yeah. yes, that is correct. Yes, thank you for keeping me on the straight and narrow. So oh. that is what is going on. Let me just talk a little bit about what's happening in Schaumburg. Um, on Friday, July, June 30th, well, first of all, Thursday, June 29th, when you, if you arrive on Thursday the 29th, registration will open at 6 p.m. You can go pick up your registration packets. That includes your goodie bag, your badge, your tickets for any ticketed event. I know the question's going to come up because I can hear you all saying, well, what if I want to go to the Science and Industry Museum Friday morning, but don't get to Schaumburg before nine o'clock when registration closes to pick up my packet. Not to worry. Uh, Rhonda will have a list of everyone who is on that tour. So if you have not had the opportunity to pick up your registration materials and don't have a ticket, you're on her list. So don't worry, just go show up at the bus as you normally would. Um, so on Friday, we have our ACB board meeting, which anyone is welcome to join and see the workings of the ACB board. We also have two tours that day, and we have the Welcome to Schaumburg party Friday evening, which will have a uh, 
gentleman who's a musician who will be playing, and he can play any kind of song, any kind of music that you want. There'll be a cash bar there, too, and it's a great time to mingle and meet uh, people from the Illinois Health Committee. The students are having a mixer that evening. The uh, RSVA is having a mixer that evening, so there's quite a few social things going on. Then Saturday through Wednesday, we get into our basic sessions, and we will have sessions scheduled throughout those days and some evening activities. Our opening general session is Saturday evening. This year, we're doing something a little bit different with our general sessions also. Um, as a request by those who handle the AV in the ballroom, um, if there is an issue um, Saturday night with, with having general session first thing Sunday morning, they don't have any time to get it taken care of. So instead of a general session on Sunday morning, we are having two breakout sessions at 9 a.m. from 9 a.m. to uh, 10.15 a.m. and then two sessions from 10.30 to 11.45 a.m. I'm calling them the two consecutive concurrent sessions. Um, and these are being put on by um, our Transportation and Pedestrian Access Committees and also by advocacy. So there is two sessions on advocacy and two sessions on um, Transportation and Pedestrian Access. And you can go to one of each, you can mix and match these sessions. You don't, if you go into advocacy, you don't have to stay for both. You've got, you know, you, you, your choice. So, and all that information will be listed in the program, all the descriptions about these sessions and is actually available now online. Um, then actual, then we will start basically with all of our programming. We have a couple of breakfasts, actually start a breakfast Saturday morning and a luncheon on Saturday. The most of bulk of our luncheons and breakfasts are Sunday through Wednesday. Um, Guide Dogs for the Blind is having a breakfast for GDB members and people interested in the guide dog lifestyle on Sunday. AFB is having their popular breakfast on Tuesday. I'm not going to name all the affiliates because I'm going to forget somebody and they'll get mad at me. Um, right. If I don't mention, mention the BPI FIA breakfast, um, <laughs> then I'd be in trouble. So I'm not going to mention any of the affiliate breakfasts or lunches. Um, every afternoon, then, we have multiple programs, some in each of the three formats, hybrid, in-person, and Zoom. Sunday evening, RSVA is having their comedy night and their um, karaoke. Monday, of course, we talked about the showcase. Also, ACB Families is having bingo that night. Tuesday, CCLVI is having a dance. Uh, Wednesday, we are having a in-person only uh, community event. Uh, and then we are also having our ACB film night. And this year, we are having a double feature. We had problems last, we always try to do the Academy Award winning movie each year. And we had trouble last year with uh, getting everything taken care of for doing CODA. So we are going to be showing CODA this year, which is the 2022 Academy Award winning 
movie, and we are also showing the 2023 Academy Award-winning movie, Everything Everywhere. Everybody, every plate. No, it's Everything Everywhere. All at once. Or, All yeah. at once. So you will get a double feature for the price of one movie, and you'll get popcorn, too. So... That and then Thursday is it going to be Haywood popcorn? Is, <laughs> no, it's not going to be hay. It's going to be hotel popcorn. Um, Thursday evening is our banquet. We will have our ACB awards at the banquet, and we also have an outstanding speaker who was recommended by our host committee. Um, he's a local gentleman, Louis Sharp. He has done a lot of speaking on. He's been on NBC and I believe CBS. He's been um, keynote speakers for many different organizations. He is a motivational, inspirational, leadership type speaker. Very, very good. I've, I've heard clips of him and I think he's going to do a great job for us. And the thing that I really was impressed with Louis, he said to me, well, you know, He's going to come over and visit our convention one afternoon and just walk through the exhibit hall, just kind of get a feel for what ACB is all about, which I thought that to me really meant a lot, that he's really interested in our organization and wants to be engaging with us. So that is our banquet. Um, any questions about the structure of the convention? Um, I'll be happy to take, and then I will talk about chores. I'm going to throw a caveat on that. Um, as you know, Sunday yes. edition runs announcements at the top of the show. So committees and affiliates, you are more than welcome to come and advertise all of your convention programming. So we are not going yes. to take any questions about specific programming right now. It's about structure or, you know, um, organizational type, type questions. Yep. Sheila, we'll take some hands. You don't if have, we have any, any questions at the time. And we do not. All no, right. No, ma'am. Well, then. I can go ahead and do our tours by day. And I'm not going to get into the pricing of each tour unless somebody specifically asks. I will get into that. Um, that is all listed on the um, registration form and available now for browsing. So I'm not going to get into that at the moment. But Friday, we have two tours, and these are Executive tours, so you can attend both if you choose. We are going to the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago, and anyone who's from the Chicago area may have gone there on a school field trip. It is a very, very cool museum. The highlight always has been going into the coal mine, where you'll get a feel of what it was like to be underground mining coal, and we'll see lots of other exhibits, have lunch there. Uh, that evening, we are doing a detective dinner, and this is one of those whodunit mystery type dinner theaters where we will have dinner and then we will hear about what, who did what to whom and follow the clues and try to solve the mystery. On Saturday, we are taking a trip to a local lake. There's a lifeguard at the lake. We will have... Um, a picnic lunch, you can go swimming, we'll probably play some beach games, 
Uh, I know people asked. We had mentioned something about pontoon boats early on, but that part of it is not going to happen, unfortunately. But it's going to be a great day to be out on the beach and just enjoy a lake and go swimming. Dogs are not allowed in the water by law, so you cannot, if you bring your dog, he has to not go into the water. Uh, we are also that day going to the Holocaust Museum. And, of course, no one wants to remember that time in history. And it is, uh, this is a very, uh, a unique from, I've never seen this before, but they are focusing more on what happened in Poland rather than what happened in Germany because a lot of people in the area where the museum is located um, came here from Poland. So it focuses on Poland and it also focuses on um, persecution for people who were disabled and from other ethnicities. Um, very, very wonderful exhibits, and we're going to have luncheon catered by a local deli for that tour. On Sunday, we have we are taking a bus. This is a long day tour because it's a bit of a trek uh, to northern Indiana where we are going tubing down a river. It's They call it Class 1 Rapids, which means it just has little teeny rapids, nothing, nothing scary. Um, everyone's going to be life jacketed. The tubes will be tied together so you're all going to go down in a line so nobody's going to get lost. Um, bring your sunscreen, wear shoes that you can wear, closed-toed shoes that you can wear in the water. Otherwise, you'll be required to rent them. And anyone who signs up from the, for this tour, you will be contacted because you do need to sign a waiver in advance of the tour. And we'll have uh, lunch there also, hamburgers, hot dogs, picnic-type fare. We are also going to the Chicago History Museum on Sunday, and that we will learn everything about the history of Chicago. They have exhibits on the Great Chicago Fire, of course, a lot of exhibits on Prohibition, and you name it, you'll learn all about Chicago and uh, all, of its, all of its history. On uh, Monday, we are going to the Mexican American Art Museum. And when we did a site visit at this museum, it was recommended to us. And I thought, oh, I don't know. It's an art museum. You know, what's it going to have? But they are very, very descriptive. They are working on having some tactile um, images like of card. some of their paintings. What? Like yes, a touch card. You can, yes, yes. And they are also, the gentleman who worked with us who will be there was extremely descriptive. And we'll talk about the artwork. And this is artwork for people um, who, from artists in Mexico and then artists who came from Mexico and their art after they came to the United States. And they recommended a local restaurant who is going to set up a um, Mexican buffet lunch for us. Uh, also that day, we have the, we're calling it the Pizza and Gangster Tour, where we're going to, again, go into the city, go to three different places for pizza. Um, one of them is Harry Carey's uh, building, which has a very checkered history, and we'll learn all about what was going on during Prohibition in the city and get to have some great pizza. On Tuesday... We are going to um, wineries, two of them in southern Wisconsin. One of them also has uh, beer available, and uh, we'll get to do lots of wine tasting. We'll get to have lunch. They have really 
cool. One in particular has a great gift shop with anything wine related, you know, T-shirts with cute little wine sayings and mugs and, you know, just just very, very fun place. So if you like wine, it's a place to go. And depending on the state that you live in, they will let you know if they can ship wine to you. And that evening we are going to a White Sox game. I really wanted it to be a Cubs game, having grown up on uh, in the northern Chicago suburbs, but unfortunately that schedule did not work with us, so we are going to see a White Sox game. They're playing Toronto. We will. Um, it does not include your meals, so, but we will have volunteers who will help you get food, um, and you'll get to see a great game. Hopefully the White Sox will lose. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say that, did I? Okay, good. <laughs> um, Wednesday. We are going to have two legs of our candy tour, and we are going to a place called Long Grove Confectioners. They have, we'll get samples, we'll learn about candy making. Um, they have, unfortunately, they will describe them. Unfortunately, you can't touch them because they're in glass cases, but they have huge statuary made out of chocolate and they've got the Liberty um, Statue of Liberty. They've got a flag. They've got several others um, that they will describe in great detail. And we'll get to do lots of candy shopping. Um, highly recommend the huge peanut butter cups that they make. They are absolutely delicious. Ask Rick Morin. He loved them. Um, and uh, that will be always a always a big hit tour. And then we are going to Horizons for the Blind. And Horizons for the Blind um, does, maybe some of you have had your utility bill prepared in Braille by Horizons. Uh, you may have seen the website directions for you that gives directions for any kind of frozen or mixed um, meal that you might be looking for how to prepare. Uh, they also do a lot of printing and embossing. And it's very interesting because it was set up by Camille Caffarelli, who was blind, and she wanted to make this as accessible as possible. So everything in the building is labeled in Braille and large print. And they have a wonderful store that has any gadget, Braille book. I mean, it, it, you could spend hours in this store just looking at what they have. And we will have lunch with the Horizon staff and get to learn about what they do. Uh, we were going to, I know I had put out initially that we were going to do a tour of the Broadcast Museum. Unfortunately, they let us know just a few days ago that they are closing because they will be moving. So they will not be open during our stay at the convention. However, I am going to promote just one special interest affiliate since we had to cancel the broadcast museum. The um, AABT, our teachers group, is having a breakfast Saturday morning, July 1st, with a speaker from that museum. So if you're interested in learning about broadcast in the Chicago area, make sure you attend that. Uh, Thursday. We are going to, and we will be back in time for the banquet, for those of you who are, and we'll leave after affiliate roll call, but we are going to the Goodman Theater, which is a long established theater in the city, and they are doing an audio described performance of Tommy, 
and we will, prior to the theater, um, to the show, we will get to go on stage with uh, the cast and look at their costumes, ask questions, see some of the sets. So that is going to be quite the afternoon. And then on Friday, we are doing two legs of this tour also. And these tours are concurrent so that you can go to either of these legs of the tour and also our Friday evening tour. And these are to the San Filippo collection, the Place de Musique. And this is started out as a private collection. It is now a foundation. It is anything related to music. They have music boxes. They have carousels. They have um, calliopes. They have a pipe pipe organs. They also have trains. They have you. They have a replica. Well, they have a train car, a dining car you can walk into. I think they have four different trains cars that you can go into all these cars and and wander around, see what they're like. Um, they just have. So many things there. It is an amazing, amazing venue. It's it's a must-see if you're going to stay for that final Friday. And then we will end the convention with a dinner cruise on Lake Michigan, um, plated dinner, and uh, there'll be a DJ on board, and you can sit inside, or after the dinner, you can go up on the upper deck and uh, just enjoy the sights and sounds and the waves in Lake Michigan. So that's going to be a great finale. I'll take a few tour uh, questions, then I will give a couple final wrap up and then we'll let Peter do his employment committee. All right, Margie. <clears throat> you're muted, dear. Hey, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> wow, I'm exhausted after hearing that tour list. Um, <laughs> The dinner theater, will that be audio described? It, the will be, it, it won't be audio described as such, but the it, it's all individually set up. So the actors and actresses will be very verbal. Uh, are we going to be the only group? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's for us. So they'll kind of twerk, tweak it for, yes. for yes. our audience. Correct. Okay, that's Correct. why I was going to ask that at some point. Thanks, Margie. That was a great question. Who's next, Sheila? That's the only hand we got. Oh, okay. Well, good. So <laughs> I have a question. I'll ask you later. And, oh, you can ask. <laughs> no, I'll ask you later. Uh-oh, she's oh, going to be calling me, bugging me. <laughs> Deborah's got her hand ready. Deborah, go ahead. <laughs> um. There we go. Am I muted yes, or unmuted? You are. No, you're good. You. Okay. Uh, well, I wasn't going to ask, but since there was a shortage of questions, you know, I felt I'd step up to the plate, contribute. Um, so Wednesday, I, I wasn't sure I understood if uh, can it's all one tour to do the Long Grove Confectioners and Horizons for the Blind. That's no, all two one. tours. Two oh, tours. Two, so you the, do one the or candy the tour because of the size of the candy place. We're doing two legs of it. So oh, you see. can register for either Candy Tour 1 or Candy Tour 2. So you're repeating it is what you mean. Okay, I didn't yes, understand the correct. use of leg. That's correct. Okay. Sorry. Okay, so but if you want Horizons for the Blind, you do just that. Correct. Right? Okay. That cool. is correct. You Thank got you. it. Thank you. Thank you. And Janet, my question is, 
Thursday for the tour Thursday, those of us that are delegates that have to be there for the all day event would not be able to do that tour, correct? Uh, no, that's not correct because the um, affiliate roll call is scheduled in the morning at nine mm -hmm. and that would be, and then we're leaving at 1030, I believe for the tour. So there's no meetings during Thursday? There is, but there won't be any voting because what's going to happen for the um, delegates for we are, will have any any constitutional and bylaws amendments or resolutions that didn't were not approved during the three days of virtual or four evenings of virtual time will then be voted on individually Wednesday afternoon. And then the affiliate roll call would be Thursday morning. Okay, cool. Thank you. So you can you can do both. Yay. So let me just talk for a second about reservations for the hotel. And if you are not receiving my convention emails and would like to be, please send a blank email to ACB Convention plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. Again, that's ACB Convention plus subscribe at acblists.org. And you send a totally blank email to that address, and then you will get an email back saying, do you really want to subscribe to that list? If so, please reply and just hit reply and you will be in. And this is an announce-only list, so you will just get messages that I send out. You won't get commentary about the messages that I send out. Um, hotel reservations, the cutoff day for making reservations is June 8th. That doesn't mean you can't make a reservation after June 8th. However, I they will not guarantee necessarily that you can get the convention rate of $98. So I would certainly suggest you make your reservation prior to July, June 8th so you don't miss out on our convention rate. There is a link on our website and, and in all of my emails as to how to do this online. Otherwise, if you want to do it over the phone, the phone number to call is, and it is a central reservations number, it is 800-468-3571. Again, 800-468-3571. Uh, as I said, it's Central Reservations. Make sure you tell them that it is the Renaissance Schaumburg uh, Hotel. It's, if people ask, they shouldn't because it's the only one in uh, Schaumburg, but it's on Thoreau as in the as the author drive and you are with ACB convention and if you have any problems in 99% of the reservations have gone through flawlessly a couple of people have had a few issues so if you have a problem please reach out to me and I'll get you taken care of and then the last thing I'm going to do is give my contact information which again is all over the website but it is my email is ja my name. So it's Janet, J-A-N-E-T dot, and my last name Dickelman, which is D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N at gmail.com. So Janet dot Dickelman at gmail.com. 
And my phone number is 651-428-5059. Do we have any other questions, Sheila? No, you don't, but I do have a comment. Somebody put in the Uh chat. And unfortunately, I, you know, chats and JAWS don't work well together. So I believe they asked if there was going to be virtual tours and myself, who is the chair of the ADP, um, Performing Arts Museums and Parks Subcommittee. Um, yes, we do have a list of virtual tours that will be, there will be a tour channel. And there will they, be. Yeah. And we will start those. I believe we're starting them on the 19th. I believe so. I believe mm-hmm. we might even start them before. Um, and we'll send out the list. We are also doing, as we did last year, the virtual exhibitors channel. And all of our exhibitors are asked to submit a recording. And usually that is a six-hour loop. We'll let you know what hours the loop will be starting. It runs 24 hours, as do the tours. And we will let you know what tour, what exhibitors are in which hours so that you can make sure you listen to your, fi- your favorite mm-hmm. vendor. And right. that will also run starting on the 19th and run through and I know the tours and the exhibitor channel will run through the weekend of the convention. So they'll run at least through Sunday, July 9th. Yes, I believe that's exactly what we're doing. But I will double check and I will put it out on the ACB leadership list and conversation. Yep. I think, I know Jeff was still doing some fine yeah, tuning we, on yep. the tours. So yep, we've yep. been working on them this week. So Yep, I'm good. <laughs> All right. All right, registration goes live on the 18th, correct? 18th runs through June 16th. All right, awesome. So 7 a.m. Central Time, June uh, May 18th to 11:59 p.m. Central Time on June 16th. But if you want assistance registering over the phone, please do not call at 11:53 p.m to get your registration in because it really does close at 11.59 and I can't go in there any longer, nor can the Minneapolis office go in there any longer after it's closed. So if you want phone registration, please, you know, call. And they can go to the website right now and check out the whole convention registration form and find out all of this great information. All the goodies, all the goodies that are there. Yeah, we weren't able if it, we would be here for three and a half hours if we were going to go through oh, all of the breakout programming. Yep. So please go check that out. Um, I will and, say, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say one quick thing for anyone leaving a voicemail about registration. What's going to be happening is I'm going to be getting these voicemails and getting these registrations set up. So it behooves you to please leave a brief brief, brief voicemail. Because if I'm spending three minutes listening to your voicemail, that's two minutes and 50 seconds that I can't be helping with registrations. So all I need is your name, your phone number, and if you're registering virtually or in person. Perfect. All right. Um, Sheila, are there any other hands for Janet? No, sir. And just for the record, there have been none in Clubhouse. Thank you. I kind of You're... that because I didn't see your hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, welcome do to you Clubhouse, want me way. to hang around, Anthony, during Peter's presentation in case there's any questions at the end? Or do you think that, we're good? 
that's all, that is fine. Um, you can multitask and come back yep, for like I'm gonna, the last I'm gonna 15 minutes. I'm going to go on mute then and just do my thing. And if anyone has any questions at the very end, I will still be here. All right. Awesome. For those out there interested, and we did uh, actually get two emails so far, um, GDUI, MCAC, and of course, BPI are teaming up for our candidates forum as well. That will be on the 24th, so you can look out for that information. All right, Peter, 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 come on back. Uh, ride your elephant right into the middle of Sunday edition. Uh, how do you trumpet as an elephant? I don't quite know how that works. <laughs> or nothing like that. Um, I don't think that's quite right. But anyway, thank you for having me back. Um, so I could talk about the rest of the Friends in Art program. I can talk about the Employment Committee stuff and program. Um, I can talk about elephants. What, what do you want me to talk about, Anthony? So give us a brief rundown of the rest of the programming. I think we got a fair assessment of what's going on with the showcases. And folks, again, just one quick reminder, the more information you have for what you want to perform and the earlier you get it in, the easier it is going to be for those fine folks, Jason and, and Derek and Nancy and whoever else behind the scenes to put together an, a fabulous showcase. And the goal, Peter, is really to, to evoke showcases of yesteryear, right? That is the goal. And the email address uh, is um, showcase at friendsinart.org. So um, uh, having said all that, um, so the rest of the, um, uh, uh, well, that's, so the rest of the showcase, uh, sorry, the Friends in Art schedule, we have a session being uh, done about uh, finding really good instrument patches on synthesizer to, to create good recordings of trumpets and other things and how you imp uh, implement those sounds into recordings and Jason and Derek are doing that. Uh, we're doing another session on, uh, uh, or are we? No, we're not, but we are doing a session. Some of you may remember a, a piece last year that was uh, uh, virtual. It was a call, song called Come On or Come Justice Come. It was um, a bunch of, 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 of people reading lines of poetry uh, to, a, to a, 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 a drum track. And it got lots of, uh, lots of uh, reaction during the showcase after hours event. And so we thought we would talk about how we, that performance came to be, because all of us who were involved with that are from different parts of the country. And it was done literally without us ever meeting in person. And it was quite an experience. And so we're going to talk about that and how that, how that came to be. Um, and then we're, we're bringing on a board for our writer's workshop. A, um, a, a very talented children's, uh, a children's author of children's books. She's going to talk about what she does and how she does it and why she writes for children and what her, what her influence, influences are and all that. Um, so that's what's going on in a very brief uh, nugget for our virtual component. During our, our, the in-person part of the convention, we're doing our usual prose and poetry uh, reading workshop, which Carla Hayes is again emceeing. We ask that this is family friendly, please. Um, it's, it is gonna be broadcast on ASB Media. So please, if you wanna read, you're welcome to. We'd love to have you read, but family friendly, please. Uh, and then of course, there's a showcase. We've talked about that already. And then the next morning at eight o'clock in the morning, BPI and friends are, are having a breakfast. Uh, and the speaker is gonna be Jason Castingway who's gonna talk about his it, experiences. Excuse, excuse me, Peter, it's at yeah. 7 a.m. Was oh, it seven? Yep, because general okay. session starts at 8.30, well, so it's 7 a.m. Uh, thank you, Janet, for catching me. So it's 7 a.m. So you, you will be uh, at the, you know, drinking all your drinks at the cash bar and having a great time. And then you have to get up at 6.30 to come to the 7 a.m. breakfast. 
um, and listen to Jason, who will, have lot, who will have great things to say, I'm sure. So that's that's the Friends in Art schedule. And we artists don't take time seriously, Janet. You know that. So thank you for catching, uh, <laughs> catching us uh, on that one. Yeah, so 7 a.m. is the breakfast. Uh, so that is that is the Friends in Arts uh, schedule. Uh, we're really excited about the program. We hope that you will all join us either in uh, via Zoom or in person. Uh, and um, so that's the Friends in Art thing. So folks out there, affiliates, committees, anyone putting on programming, what you just heard, you are more than welcome to come and give us your version of um, your events in a brief summation like Peter just gave. Uh, just send me an email at Sunday Edition AC, all one word. Those are my initials, Sunday Edition AC at gmail.com. All right, Peter, before we get into the employment committee, um, tell us how, how things are going with, with your book. I know you've had some speaking engagements. Um, are we thinking about a part two? Where, where are you at with writing and, and the book itself? Uh, the book itself is doing its thing. It, it recently got onto Bard. Uh, so again, the, the book is, uh, you know, writing elephants, creating common ground, where contention rules. And it's a compilation of blog posts I wrote over a five or six or eight year period. Uh, and it's divided into various categories. Uh, after a prologue, it goes into workplace, uh, uh, sort of workplace issues and uh, Christianity, Christian Christianity and politics. And uh, the last section deals with ones I wrote when COVID had just gotten started and sort of my observations about what was going on. And they're all short essays, no more than 750 words. And the goal is that you pick up the book, read an essay or two, put it down, come back to it later. Um, the, the point is that um, I hope you agree with a lot of what I've written, but if you don't, the real aim is to get people to think maybe a little differently on, on, on issues. Uh, and so, and the book is sort of based on my experiences, uh, you know, in, in a lot of different areas. So the book is now available on Bard, uh, Creating Common Ground. I'm sorry, that's my email address. Uh, uh, writing Elephants, Creating uh, Common Ground Where Contention Rules. Uh, uh, so that is the, uh, I, I hope- Have you memorized your DB number? Uh, I have not, <laughs> I have not. I'm embarrassed to say, but if you look at, at Writing Elephants in my name, which is Peter Altschul, A-L-T-S-C-H-U-L, you will find it. It's also on Bookshare. So either, either books are available on either on either site. And if you do read it, I hope you uh, get in touch with me and tell me what you think. Um, but uh, the book is, I've made quite a few presentations in a different um, genres and I'll probably make some more over the, uh, the book's also available on Amazon. Uh, so I, if you want to buy the book, you're, I, of course, I welcome you to do that. Uh, you can go to Amazon and again, Writing Elephants and put in my name, Peter Altschul, and you will find it along with my other books. So I encourage you to, to, uh, to do that. Um, and maybe another time, Anthony, we can talk more about the concepts, some of the concepts in the book. That, that's another, another, another program, I think. Absolutely. After convention, we, sh we should definitely get back together. You want to plug your calls before we get to the employment committee? I'm uh, 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 sorry, plug the who? Your um, community calls. Oh, yeah. So um, I currently am involved with four different uh, podcasts that we record on community calls. Let me see if I can get them all correct. One is let's start with Friends in Art. Uh, every month, uh, Annie Chiapetta and I interview somebody, a, a visually impaired artist, whether it be a, a musician or a poet or an author or, a, or a, 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 a sculptor or a painter or a dancer. We've done all those things. Uh, and uh, ACP Media you know, had, runs them on a loop. And you can, you can if you want to 
look at the, for the podcast, you, there, there's a link um, to the podcast on our website, which is friendsinart.org. Uh, and so you can go on there and, and look, look for the link to those podcasts. But we've been doing them for about a, a year and a half, maybe two years now. And there's lots of interesting stuff there. So I encourage you to, um, you know, to, to listen. Um, so that's the, that's one podcast. The next podcast um, is a podcast too. I do with um, Bob Branco from Massachusetts. One is called In Perspective and it's sort of a general interest show. Every week's a different topic. Um, and uh, they were, they're broadcast, every, uh, they're recorded every Friday, um, usually at uh, beginning at 5 p.m. East Coast time. And they're, they're on the community list. So you just keep an eye for them. Uh, and so, you know, every week's a little different conversation. We sometimes we talk about disability issues and sometimes we don't. So that's a uh, second topic. The third is our sports roundtable that we do, Bob and myself and uh, three other panelists come on board every Monday at, uh, again, five o'clock East Coast and talk about mostly team sports. And we, we encourage um, people to ask questions and react and comment. And so we're, we're getting more questions and comments from the audience, which is great. So keep, keep that coming. And the fourth podcast, um, Saving the Best for Last, maybe, has to do with the Employment Committee. And this is a podcast of, called Let's Get to Work. Uh, and it's a, um, it, we've been doing this for the past year and a half or so. And it's, a, it's an interview of visually impaired people doing sort of non-traditional things that blind people are not supposed to do. You know, whether it be uh, uh, as an organizational science, uh, organizational behavior person or doing uh, uh, as a therapist for at-risk at uh, adolescents, uh, uh, somebody who ran a, a social a daycare center in their house uh, and, and all kinds of interesting things. Um, uh, all of, so sort of different work possibilities for blind folks and how they got there and the challenges they experienced and how they overcame them uh, and all that kind of stuff. So that's, um, that's, uh, that's um, again, if you go to the ACB website, click on committees, look for the employment, employment committee, click on that, and then look for the link to the podcasts. You can find them. We usually do, we record a half an hour uh, podcast every month, and we are delighted that ACB Media has started recording, uh, started broadcasting them recently, just this I want to say about uh, a week ago or two weeks ago, and so they're going to be, they're going to be um, broadcasting them. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think it's like three or four times a month, and we are delighted. But again, if you want to find um, more of them, you can go to our uh, website and find the link. And they're they're pretty good uh, recordings, and the the folks we've had have been universally interesting. So we encourage you to check that out. And Anthony, that this leads to a, I think a good lead to an employment committee, don't you think? Absolutely. And since, you know, it is convention season and, you know, this is a basically convention dedicated program Sunday, I should say. Um, first, tell us what you guys are doing during convention. So um, the employment committee, the one session that we are hosting uh, as the lead uh, uh, group is a session dealing with um, assistive tech, uh, sorry, artificial intelligence in the job hunt process. And this whole thing got started because one of our committee members, Melanie uh, Surui, um, got a new job and the whole interview process changed. I mean, most of it, a lot of it was done via uh, uh, shot bots and she had to do all kinds of really strange things, which I never heard of before. Um, yeah. and, um, and, and it was a real eye opener for me. And so once I heard her story, 
uh, I said, we got to get you on our podcast, which we did. And then we thought, well, this is so interesting. We should, we should run a session about this because, because this, this sort of artificial intelligence and the career search is coming. It may not be here yet, but it's coming. And so we, we want to sort of, uh, sort of talk about that. So she's going to talk about her experience. We're bringing in a guy um, named John Robinson, who is an executive director of a organization called ourdisability.com. And among other things, they use artificial intelligence to help people find jobs. So when you fill out their when you fill out their um, uh, their interest in your background on their website, they will then use artificial intelligence to to link you with job openings that might fit your skill set. Uh, and so he's going to talk about how that came to be and how they're using it, uh, how they're using that uh, to help disabled folks find jobs, uh, and then um, uh, what their plans are for the future. Uh, we interviewed him as well. It's, he's a fascinating guy. And so um, we are, those two folks are definitely on the panel. Um, I may try to get a third person. I noticed uh, that Janet sent out a thing about Microsoft doing things about artificial intelligence. And I may, if I get ambitious, Janet, if you're listening, um, try to find somebody who might be able to join our panel um, to to fill in fill in the gaps. So that should be an interesting uh, session. I, I'm li- I'm listening, but we can't change it in the program. Add it I into the that, program. I, I, don't, I don't expect you to do that, but maybe you can connect me with connect me with somebody who might be able to help me find a, a good person. Uh, Let me know. Yeah. Reach okay. out now. I, I will absolutely. No, I know you can't add to the program. That's fine. That's a lot. That's going to be a really interesting session. I think um, so, and and that's going to be on Saturday, the Saturday morning, the twenty fourth. I'm saying that I think that's right. Yeah, Saturday the twenty fourth, the virtual session. I think it's at eleven thirty. Um, but again, it's in the program. You can't miss it. And then right after that session, um, at one o'clock, Next Gen is doing a session with the with the help from the Employment Committee, called "You Got the Job Now What." And it's all about, okay, you know, how do you get the accommodations you need? How do you deal with the technology challenges that invariably come up? How do you, you know, begin to make uh, connections with your colleagues and your boss and all that kind of stuff? And, and they have, there's a really good panel who, who recently got hired. We're going to sort of talk about their experiences and the challenges that they experienced and how they're in the process of overcoming them or not. Uh, because some some challenges are not overcomable right now with technology, which we'll talk about later. Um, so that's going to be a session that we're very much looking forward to. Um, and again, that's um, one o'clock um, right after the uh, artificial intelligence session um, that Next Gen is is co is leading, but we are co-sponsoring. In fact, I am co-facilitating. Um, the students are doing also doing a couple of sessions. One of which we're co-sponsoring. Uh, one, one, of which, one of which has to do with write, how to write a, uh, a sharp resume, you know, to, to, get, to get yourself known and to get past all those artificial intelligent bots so that you will be taken seriously by a hiring manager. So uh, the students are coordinating that. I think we have a, a person on the panel from the employment committee to be one of the panelists. So we're really excited about that session. Um, and so those are the three things that we are involved with, uh, with uh, the um, uh, with in conjunction with the ASP convention. Uh, and um, I, I'm really excited about all of those sessions. I think they're really valuable, really necessary. Um, and because the the whole job career thing is changing. It's changing yeah. under our feet. And if we don't get out in front, we're going to be behind. And so I'm really hoping 
we can start conversations to, to make to get people aware of this is what's happening. Here's the direction that seems to be heading. What do we need to do to be, get ready for this? You know, uh, for, for this thing, it's coming. So that's that's the that's what the employment committee is up to as, as, as far as the convention is concerned. So I'm looking at the time, and this has been an amazing show so far. I'm gonna have to ask you to come back. Uh, Sheila, when and if we have any hands, if you want to gently break into the conversation and let us know. I'm um, happy to, but you don't have any. So. Awesome. So, Peter, can you give us the overall mission of the committee and, you know, what are the what, what is the primary focus looking like for this year and maybe, you know, going into next year as far as, you know, work for the committee? Yeah. So um, the, the mission of the committee is to um, uh uh, uh, link qualified uh, blind folks to uh, jobs which they're qualified for and to prepare them and employers to to uh, to do a better job communicating with each other, you know, basically to address all the uh, challenges that take place in the in the job search process, which is a lot. Um, so that's really sort of our mission. Um, what we what we what we are doing now besides the convention things we talked about, um, we are uh, we, we are hoping that the podcast will begin to in include employers who have success hiring blind folks and sort of get them to talk about what they're doing, how they're doing it, what successes they're having, what challenges they're having. Um, yes. we, the the uh, Florida, what Central Florida Lighthouse, we interviewed them uh, uh, last month. And we're hoping to get more. We're hoping that the national office will help us link, link us to employers to, so we can start having those kinds of conversations. Uh, we'll also interview interesting, you know, blind folks as well who are employees as well. But we really want to branch out to employers as well. So that's one thing we're doing. The other major thing that we are doing, uh, we're hoping that next year, uh, as part of the next year's virtual convention, that'll be 2024, the virtual, not the in-person, the virtual. We want to have a career fair. Uh, what that's going to look like, we don't quite know yet. Um, but we definitely want to do this virtually, not in person. And if you want to want to know why, I'm happy to tell you. But it's going to be virtual. Uh, and so um, uh, we've got sort of tentative commitment from the ACB uh, national staff to help us out to make to make this work. So we're looking forward to that for next year's convention, virtual convention. The other project that the other major project we're working on is we are finding more and more people having trouble uh, with the assistive technology that they're using on the job because the software that's being used, whether it be proprietary or for whatever reason that the employers are using are becoming less and less accessible. And um, so mm -hmm. we started um, a conversation with NextGen, and what we what we want to do over the next period of time is to as we're soliciting stories, you know, people who are having these kinds of challenges. You know, what what are you experiencing? How are you addressing it? Uh, and uh, how how might ACB help a little bit? What are things that ACB could do um, to to make your life a little easier? We're not going to be able to solve all the problems with a limited amount of resources, but. I think this is a really important issue, and I'd like to see ACB do more with this than they are, than we are, uh, and because I know that if you talk to anybody in next gen, it, it, this is a major issue they're experiencing. Anybody who's in the workforce, yeah. I, I'm having trouble with this myself in my my job. So um, I, you know, I think this is an issue we really need to address. And again, if we don't take a run at this now, we're going to fall further behind than we, we already are. So those are the those are the primary issues we we are trying to address these days. Oh, one are more you thing. Gone. One, more, one more thing, Anthony. Uh, many of you may have noticed that we've we've, we've started posting available jobs. The on, job listings, the job yes. Listings. 
And we're, we're thank you that HP Media has allowed this to happen. We hope that um, over time, these will get better formatted and that we get a, 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 a broader array, array of, of opportunities. So um, that's, that's, again, that's a process that's gonna take time, but you know we're, we're starting somewhere and we're hoping the national office will help. We're hoping that we can get links with other employers. I have some ideas. Uh, and so, you know, we're hoping over time this become much more diverse and useful. So um, keep, keep, keep looking at those things. On that note, we, you know, I solicit questions through the Sunday edition email address, and we did receive a question from Vicki, and she was hoping that you could insert headings into the job listing emails because some of them are long and it's hard to get back to where you yeah, might want to find we, the contact information and all that stuff. Yeah, the answer is yes. Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but yes. I, I'm embarrassed to say that I don't know how to do that. So um, uh, I'm trying to get help on how to create headings. And once I do that, I will do that because I think it's a really good idea. Um, but I, since I'm the one who's doing this, uh, my lack of technological skills is showing its ugly face at the moment. So somebody, if somebody can show me how to do that, I will happily do it. So that's your well, answer. Vicky. When Peter, when you learn, please let me know because I yeah. think that's something that I would like to learn as well. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, th that is coming. Uh, you me know, too. I, uh, uh, yeah, I'd like to know how to do that myself. So once, once I learn how to do it, then then we'll start doing headings. And so I'm hoping that somebody from somebody can help me figure figure that out. So that's... All right. So let me ask you this. This was um, my, this is my question. If some of us have job available, if we know of available jobs, um, how do we contact the employment committee to have them considered to be part of the job listing emails? Send them to me at creatingcommonground at outlook.com. All one word, creatingcommonground at outlook.com. Send them to me. I'll take a look at them. Most of the time, I just post them, you know, without any trouble at all. So, you know, I would love it if people. I have two requests. One, Anthony, you've helped me make. One of them is, if anybody knows of any uh, available jobs, please email them to uh, creatingcommonground at outlook.com. And the other request is, if somebody gets a job through, uh, you know, through these listings, please let us know. It really does help us. Um, you know, uh, it gives us public relations stuff that we can use. Um, so if anybody happens to get a job through, you know, one of the job listings that we send out, please let us know. And I'm going to guess that if somebody listening thinks that their employer would be someone good for the podcast, they can also use that email address to suggest that. Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. We, we, we want to hear from employers. I mean, that's, that's our, that's our next sort of major focus. We want to, we want to hear from employers, uh, whether it be in the private sector, whether it be in the blindness community, uh, you know, we, we, uh, you know, uh, wherever, uh, who, who, who are hiring lots of blind folks and having success in, in, uh, you know, them becoming productive and even being, even being, uh, I I'm going to say a, a, a dirty word promoted. Um, you know, we want to hear stories of, of organizations who promote blind folks, you know, from, to, to, to more senior positions. So, um, um yeah. Does the employment committee currently have any sort of cheat sheets on accessible technology um, for employers? You know, stuff that might be covered, how we get, um, how, you know, how we get JAWS and, and other assistive tools that we need for employment. Do you have any of that that, that can be sent out to prospective employers? We do not, but that's something that um, 
we certainly could do, but I don't, you know, my sort of general reaction to this is if we're going to do that, I have I've, I've two caveats. One is uh, I hate to, to reinvent the wheel. So if there's stuff that's out there that, that we should know about, I'd love to know about it. And the other issue is if we're going to do it, it has to be, um, I don't think any of us on the committee have enough te technological expertise to do this ourselves. So, um, you know, we would need to work with somebody uh, to, um, to, to create something that would be, you know, really helpful for, for employers. Um, but that is something that is of interest. Uh, and the same thing applies to a protect perspective employees. You know, so for example, when I was working uh, for Reuters a while back, um, you know, there was, uh, their, some of their uh, software was not accessible. So the question I had to figure out was, okay, what do I need? How, how unaccessible is it? Can I use certain, certain elements of it? And once I knew that, then I could call around and say, okay, how can, you know, I need help with this. So my question sort of is, can we find a roster of people who can sort of help people deal with these kinds of crises that I had to deal with when I was working for Reuters, who can help me think through, okay, he, here's what might work for you. You know, check out this resource. Because at the time, I, you know, I had certain friends who were who could help, but I think having some kind of um, a roster of folks who could help us deal with these kinds of crises would be really useful. If that makes any sense, you know, um, to help us sort of. It think does, and yeah. unfortunately, right. Peter, I am going to have to put the plug in it at the moment. But I'm thinking after convention, uh, maybe the beginning of August. I partnered with uh, Career Connect um, mm -hmm. a while back, and we did two a series, two shows. And I've been threatening to do another one with them. So why don't we all talk and come back in August and do an, you know, a full two hours worth of employment on Sunday edition. I would like to thank Sheila and Brent, of course. I'd like to thank Janet Dickelman, all of you out there who are listening, everybody in Clubhouse. Uh, Chanel as well. Sorry, I should have put you there a couple of steps back. And please come back again next Sunday for Sunday edition. Thank you for having all of us. You've been listening to Sunday Edition on ACB Media. Stream one. That's American Council of the Blind Media or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Episodes drop every week at 1 p.m. on Sundays. And you can email us at Sunday Edition AC, all one word, Sunday Edition with the letters AC at gmail.com. Let's brunch again together next Sunday. <laughs>